Hello and welcome. I'm Joanna Junak and this is GFN News on GFN.tv. Sweden is on its way to becoming the first smoke-free country in Europe. Swedes are turning to alternative nicotine products which have a significant impact on public health and the quality of life. Joining us today to discuss why ex-smokers in Sweden are turning to alternative nicotine products is Federico Fernandez, CEO of We Are Innovation, which is a network of more than 30 think tanks based in Latin America and Europe, dedicated to promoting progress through innovation, the adoption of new technologies and human creativity. Hello Federico, it's good to have you on the program. First, can you tell us briefly about the We Are Innovation Network who commissioned the survey? We Are Innovation is a network of more than 30 think tanks, uh, foundations and NGOs, now headquartered in the whole of the Americas and in Europe, and we are planning an expansion also to, to the Gulf area and the Indo-Pacific area as well for this year. As the name clearly states, we are a pro-innovation alliance. We believe that innovation gives us the tools to each uh, and every one of us to, let's say, be active in, the, in, in, in problem solving, in solve the, the, the issues that, that, that today affect us and, and to create a better world. Uh, many, many people sometimes commit what I think is a, is a mistake to think that, you know, to link innovation to invention, to those things that are really very at the top, very, you know, like totally highly creative to this um, like Eureka moments. But innovation sometimes has to do with recombining certain things that already exist. And another key factor that innovators do is to bring down costs of those things that were very much at the margins at the beginning and, and to democratize, let's say, the access. That's, that's our view. And that you know, can be done by everyone, particularly with the tools that we have today, thanks, thanks to internet, thanks, thanks to mobile phones, thanks to a lot of things. It's not that difficult for any, any of us to, let's say, be innovative. And that's, that's the approach that, that we have. We, have, we are concerned, we are not a, a pro-harm reduction alliance or, or a pro-vaping group, so to speak, even though we, we respect those very much and we collaborate with those groups a lot, but we are, we are a pro-innovation alliance and, and our scope are, are, are wider than that. So because of your strategies, you are interested in Sweden and its approach to alternative nicotine products? What we try to pick are issues because innovation is a, is a very big field. So what we try to pick are issues that we find both very innovative, but also with a deep and positive human impact. And that is why we are concerned about uh, innovation in the, in the realm of nicotine. And that is why uh, we are concerned with what's going on in Sweden. It's, let's say, with this ethos in mind of finding areas in which we see how innovation is transforming very positively the lives of, of individuals, of citizens, that we started our journey, let's say, in order to find out what's going on in Sweden exactly and, and what ex-smokers in Sweden think about that. And can you tell us more about the key factors persuading Swedish smokers to turn to NAPs? Well, definitely, yes. The key Firstly, one thing, uh, um, I'm happy to, to tell you about the, the poll, but 
everybody should go visit weareinnovation.global. They can find the whole study there and see we, we probably won't be won't have time. And then they'll see the charts and they'll see the exact the exact percentages uh, there. But nonetheless, the key factor, and this is not going to be a surprise for you and for everyone who is related to, to the GFN, this is, let's say, the key point, but it's interesting when you hear it from the people who walk the walk, so to speak, who, to, who walk the path, it's health. People, in was over 60%, I think 63%. Overall, the key factor in order to switch from combustion cigarettes to uh, innovative nicotine products, alternative nicotine products, is health. That's definitely the, the, the key factor. There are other uh, factors that intervene as well, social issues, uh, finance issues as well, but the, the key point is, is health by far. The study also mentioned how nicotine levels can impact the transition from combustible cigarettes to safer nicotine alternatives. Why do you think this factor is also so important? Yeah, I think, well, it's, it's, this is what uh, we, we asked about several topics that we thought uh, could be important and we wanted to know the, the opinion of ex-smokers. And definitely, nicotine levels is one uh, point that they mentioned it's important in order to, to facilitate the switch. There are other factors as well, such as uh, the presence of the ability to, to get the product in the flavor of your choice. Affordability is also a very important factor. And we, we see, let's say, all the, the, let's say the, the conjunctions of all these issues. It's important that you make the product, let's say, acceptable to, to a what we are thinking of a current smoker, let's say that's the person we have in mind and that's the person who, whose life we think these, these products will, will transform. And we have to make the path from um, smoking cigarettes, from combustion cigarettes to safer products, have to make it as easy as possible. And in that regard, let's say these products should be acceptable to current smokers. And it's important that, let's say, they, they can find them in nicotine levels that, that satisfy them, that don't make them, you know, long cigarettes. The same with flavors. You know, we have to, it, it, let's say, it's, it's not a, it's a no-brainer that they should be able to find these, uh, these, these products in flavors that, make them more attractive than a, a combustion cigarette. For instance, I mean, and again, you, you, know, you don't have to be a genius to find this out. If you're going to have a, a product only in tobacco flavor, why not to go to the original, you know, combustion, you know, horrible for your lungs um, a product, but at least it's the original one. Why to have a, a copy? Say, this is, again, you don't have to be a genius to realize all this, but it's important that, this comes from the, let's say, this, these are the words of the, of the people we poll. And what other factors did the study also point out? Another factor that is extremely important, these products need to be affordable. And for, for us, and 61% of the people we, we surveyed said that it was key in order to facilitate the switch from combustion cigarettes to alternative nicotine products that these, these products are um, 
are well are are, are well priced are are cheaper than than a combustion cigarettes, and we think this should let's say aim and this is part of the of the Swedish let's say model. This should aim to both ensure competitive prices for these uh, products, and this basically has to do with allowing the market to work. And the second thing is that taxation of these products should reflect the relative risk or the relative level, sorry, of risk or safety, however you want to, to measure it, um, of, of the products compared to uh, combustion cigarettes. It's really a very big uh, mistake when these products are taxed as if they were combustion cigarettes, when, as you know better than I do, in some cases, uh, some of these products don't even have tobacco, like you know, nicotine pouches or 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 vaping. So, I mean, it's adding insult to injury, let's say. Sweden is close to becoming the first smoke-free country in Europe. Do you think alternative nicotine products are helping to achieve this goal? Sweden, as you said, is is about Sweden currently is at. 5.6 approximately smoking prevalence and it's rapidly declining and it's going to achieve a smoke-free status this year. Smoke-free, by the way, for someone who doesn't know, means that 5% or less of the population smoke. This, is, this, this achievement is remarkable. They are going to achieve this goal two years before their own settings, let's say they, they thought this was going to be achieved in, in 2025, and 17 years before the European Union, because the, the goal, the smoke-free goal for the European Union is 2040, and there are uh, experts and, and people who are studying the issue who uh, are, worry, are, are, are you know, warning us that um, this goal is going to be, the, the European Union is going to fail this goal. But regardless of this, Sweden has achieved what the European Union uh, claims is going to achieve by 2040. They have achieved it this year. So this is really something, this is one of the best news of, of this year. And by far, I think this is the best news of this year because let's say, we are finding a way to defeat uh, smoking as we know it. We and by the way, we are at We Are Innovation. We do not have a prohibitionist view regarding uh, cigarettes, traditional cigarettes. But you know, we all know that they are not good. I'm, I'm not going to buy cigarettes for my children, for instance. I mean, this is you know, and if there are ways that we can uh, make people not to smoke, I mean, let's say this is really one of the best news, if not the best news of this year. How has Sweden uh, managed to, to achieve this? We see it, Johanna, in the sense, and if you allow me a metaphor, this is like a, like a good author wine. It's, it's, it's a blend. And it's a, it's a blend with the, with the right you know, proportions of, of everything. Sweden has implemented, and in some cases, very rigorously, the, the mandates and the policies that emanate both from the European Union and the World Health Organization, they have also uh, heavily invested in educational programs for the population to teach the 
risks and the hazards to your health that you know smoking entails. But and this is the missing piece for us in that we this let's say to, to us the, the Swedish have found the missing piece in order to defeat smoking. And this is why we are concerned about it and why we're working about this issue, which is allow innovators to do what they do best, which is improve, improving our lives. And Sweden has allowed innovation in the realm of nicotine. And this is why uh, we believe this, let, let's say the, the conjunction of these three, of, of, of this, let's say this triangle, this love triangle, if, if you allow me, it's what has allowed to defeat um, smoking as we know it. In Sweden, I mean, snus is a magnificent Swedish um, innovation, which is, I mean, now quite old, but it was a magnificent innovation, you know, 250 years ago. And by the way, it would be a, a great innovation almost all over the world because it's a highly banned product starting with the rest of the European Union. Um, nicotine pouches are, have also been born in, in Sweden and they also have allowed uh, heated tobacco and vaping. So we think that this was the, 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 the piece of the puzzle missing to, to defeat smoking. And another thing that I want to highlight, uh, and sorry for, for being so, so long in my response, is that innovation has also shown us that uh, gives us the tools to cater to different needs. One thing we learned thanks to our Ipsos poll is that uh, snus is still the most popular product in uh, Sweden, but more modern, more innovative alternatives are rapidly growing. And not only that, but in the case of women, snus is not the preferred product, not at all. The, the, let's say if snus is still king in Sweden, nicotine pouches are the queen. Women prefer, women, and, and you, you probably know this, Sweden had the strange case a couple of decades ago that women smoked more than men, which usually never happens. And this was because snus was not a problem, was not a product that uh, women tend to favor or wanted to use. Nicotine pouches uh, brought that, let's say, innov innov was that, that innovation that solved, let's say, the problem for them. So in that regard, allowing innovation to flourish, to thrive, and to cater to different needs has also been, been fundamental in taking into consideration certain gender sensitivities. It has allowed Sweden to shift away from models that you could, you know, cons you could call one size fits all that don't work and do not respect the, the needs and the, and, 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 and you know, the, the gender specificities that we have to take in mind, to, we have to take sorry, into consideration when we want to defeat smoking. And do you think survey results give us any insights into Swedes' views about using alternative nicotine products? Well, I hope so. <laughs> that's, that's why we did it. <laughs> uh, no, definitely, definitely. It's um, like I said. Uh, we think, uh, you know, the an angular 
part of the of the building that, that Sweden has built has to do with allowing innovation to be part of this equation to to defeat smoking. And it was extremely important for us to know what the people who, who walked the path themselves uh, could tell us about how this journey was, what facilitated it, what made it more difficult. And in that regard, I think it's extremely important. And this is, let's say, which we see, and I'm not very objective you know, when saying this, but we believe this survey is a very important asset. And we invite everyone who is interested in, in what Sweden has achieved to take a look at it, to use it. It's, it's there, we say we're very open source with our material. We only ask for people to have the kindness to just refer to the original source, but this, this material is put there for everyone to, to use it and to try to, let's say, listen to the voice of people who quit smoking thanks to uh, innovation in nicotine. So yes, we really think this is a, this this gives us great insights into what uh, Swedish people think about alternative nicotine products. Thank you, Federica. We are looking forward to seeing you in Warsaw at GFN twenty three. That's all for today. Tune in next time here on GFN TV or on our GFN TV podcast. And don't forget to register for the Global Forum on Nicotine Conference. GFN 2023 starts on June 21st and runs to the 24th. Thanks for watching or listening. See you next time.